Can I say welcome, welcome, some more? Better not call us all. Thank you for tuning in today. Uh, thank you for joining me. For all those who are new to listening, uh, I'm just going to be... First, I think I'm going to just... Uh... Go over how my week was. A pretty good week, pretty relaxing week. No frills, no real excitement. Uh, I, I last week I made uh, a podcast uh, in regards to uh, George Floyd in that case. But what I had decided to do was not actually watch the trial. Because the the be quite honest is the it's just it's just too much, and if you want to stay on a positive mindset, if you want to stay in a, a focused mindset on a good level with a good trajectory, you got to learn how to tear yourself away or tear yourself away from the things. In your life that will bring you down, and especially if you know it. Like, for instance, I know that watching and listening to certain things in my eyes and my ears can tend to make my mood fluctuate. Now, it doesn't bring it down, it fluctuates it. You know, and, and that fluctuation can be within a wide range of expressions and in moods and in and feelings and uh yeah I got some you know and and different insights and just different energies that's coming in and what you you gotta really really focus on that and on that alone a lot of us even myself included I just you know when we when I notice things that uh, get me down. So just like watching, you know, a whole bunch of news. Like I, I, I don't get me wrong. I likes to be informed by many different sources. So I'm taking in many different sources opinion on a particular topic. So I'm not necessarily hearing it all from the left. I'm not really hearing it all from the right, and I'm not really hearing it all from the input that I input into the information that I've just taken in. So, in order to draw a uh, a good decision, you got to have good insight, and you got to have a lot of different. Uh, wells to pull from your information in order to make an informed decision and I don't uh, I don't make decisions like rash anymore I remember back in my early days between uh, like let's say 
12, like 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, all the way to about 28. Oh, yeah, I make decisions. <laughs> I can make a decision that could change my whole life, and I can make it and, 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 and see it through, and I just would have made it so quickly without even really thinking about it in a lot of different ways. And uh, that's not an informed decision. So all those decisions that I made, what they will call haphazardly, was not 100% informed decisions. You got to get your information from a lot of different sources. And one of the source should be the main source of info, which is the most high. Your, the most high is your main source of information. No matter what's going on around you, you should get your uplink to the real news of the day from the source of the one that carries the day. Now, we can't go around saying... This is the day of our so-called Lord and Savior on uh, on this, you know, Saturday, April the 10th of our Lord and Savior. If we really don't know that he's carrying the day. Now, if you know it, then you you then you know it. So, I like to make my decisions a lot when I sleep on it. I like to roll it around and just, you know, un, just, you know, just non-judgmentally, like, you know, just roll it around there and see how it plays around in my head, you know? And then, then I would just look at it. In more depths, I'll do some reading, I'll do some studying, I'll do some research on the matter. And then I, I, I still don't move forward the next day. I like to get my marinating in the info time. And this is where I just sit with the information and I just learn and... Uh, I just, you know, mull it over, sleep on it for maybe another day. And then I'll go ahead and make a decision. Because I learned that just making those split second decisions, you know, it really costs me a lot and a lot, a lot. And I usually say that the decisions you make today impacts your future. So... I don't like to say the decisions that you make today impact tomorrow because it's really not, you're seeing further in the future and you're just thinking about tomorrow. Now, tomorrow is going to come and go, but still, that decision is already made and that decision ripple effect has not traveled or has not blossomed in the full course of its time. You know, so we're here, we're now, we're living this experience, and we now know the decisions that we make in our mind have uh, an outcome. They have uh, an outcome, basically, that some of us are planning for and some of us are not planning for. A lot of my life, I didn't plan for the outcomes of the decisions I made. I just, I just made the decision and... Come with me. <laughs> but now, you know, I get a little older. I get to, you know, you know, sleep on a decision, you know, think about it and, and not be so in a hurry to jump on a bandwagon, if you will, or a boat. Because, uh, quite frankly, I don't swim too well. I'm not going to say I don't know how to swim because I get the mechanics of it. So, a push came to shove, and someone shoved me into the pool like most of us 
has grown up being shoved into pools, you're going to swim or you're going to drown. The part where you fell in and you swam to the nearest edge of the pool and you climbed out was your testimony of you swimming that maybe foot. You just swam 12 inches, which is great compared to just drowning in that 12 inch. Because you certainly could have drowned. You could have sunk like a rock. You know, someone pushed you in, boom, you're all the way down at the pool. And mind you, it's only four feet in that spot. So I say that to say this. Don't let nobody throw you in to the deep end or even to a shallow end for that matter. Because once you're in there, you really sometimes don't know if you're in the deep end or if you're just in four feet of water. And for people who can't swim, that's their biggest, that's their biggest call right there when they, jump, when they fall into that water. All that really goes out the window whether you're in eight feet or whether you're in four feet of water. Like I know personally, every time somebody pushed me into the pool, I forget that I was only in four feet of water. You start to panic in and the panic and set in. Next thing you know, you're flailing. And just right in that little four feet of water, 12 inches from the, the edge, you could drown. Many people have drowned just like that. So I know what I'm saying is, is true because I almost drowned like that. <laughs> so, you know, I try to, you know, take it easy and... Uh, and make decisions a little bit better. And that's what I like for people to do. And it's really, you know how many, you make hundreds of thousands of decisions every single day. And a lot of these decisions are made. And you don't even cognitively know that you have already made a decision. Like, for instance, what you're going to say Nine times out of ten should have been thought about in your mind before it comes out of your mouth. I can't attest that I don't do that all the time. And sometimes it just pops into my head and flies right out of my mouth. And those are the moments I need to stop and think about what I'm going to say before I say it. And I got to do that on a, a often basis because... I'll fly off at the mouth and I'll say all kinds of stuff. And uh, you may not hear it. You may not want to hear it. You may not receive it. You may not even understand it. You may not even understand the reason of you listening to this podcast right now. And actually, I don't even have it set up as a podcast. I mean, I'm just really... Just recording these sessions, sometimes I have guests, sometimes I don't. Sometimes I record different things in my life. Uh, I may record meetings. I may record, like, dates. Who knows? I may record uh, interviews with, you know, I got an interview with the fire department. And I have, you know, interviews with people in other states and other parts of the country. And I'll continue that doing uh, I continue that during the COVID uh, fiasco, and uh, and I'll continue to do that for twenty twenty one. I want to have some of the same guests on. I'm trying to get some other guests, some more well known guests, uh, and I'm trying to build. Or make different segments to the show. I noticed I don't really want to be talking straight for, you know, 45 minutes. So I'm trying to learn how to incorporate, you know, different things with this app that you can make your own podcast on. And, you know, I, I just, you know, I just got an email the other day in regards to, Having my podcast being picked up on other platforms 
And uh, that was just out of the blue. You know, I was like, oh, well, I didn't know you actually knew that I had a podcast and who are you? Because <laughs> it wasn't one of the main podcast people. And uh, they said, oh, yeah, we, we'll definitely promote your podcast more on our platforms, too. I'll go back later on and figure out what platform that was it going to be on exactly. And I'll share it with you more than likely. Um, definitely, if you want to uh, do a show or if you want to get together and promote your business, you can uh, send me. An email, you can send me a message, you can reach me on Facebook, you can reach me, uh, I don't know, my business cards are out there, you can reach me uh, on my website, Yahweh Enterprise Services.com slash Navetica, and uh, you can reach out to me there. I mean, my website has products, it has uh, and a whole bunch of other different platforms that may be useful for what you're trying to do. Other than that, let's get into this, uh, these, these, uh, these headlines. I'm not going to go really deep into these headlines for the simple fact that, um, for one, I'm having a little bit of a time finding the app that has my news on it. And for two, I have no idea where it went. There it is. I don't know why my apps be moving from one page to the next, but I guess when I add more apps, it'd be shifting them. So, these are just, I think I'm going to just do seven. Seven uh, news reports. And now I can see why on the news, right, when I get frustrated about the news, on, I know that there's more news stories out there than the ones that they keep spinning and the ones that they have already said 10 minutes ago. So it says a New York man smokes pot in front of the police station in New York because they just legalize um, marijuana for recreational use. And that's going to be good because a lot of these people in New York City were getting arrested for having marijuana. And, and most of those people were using marijuana for um, medical use or medicinal use. And they were still just getting arrested for it. I mean, it was back in the day it was still the cheapest form of what they would call a controlled substance that dealt with pain and a lot of different other ailments. So they they didn't legalize it. Other than that story, DMX, the rapper DMX, uh, Mr. Simmons, you know, he passed away, 50 years old. Famous rapper, you know, grew up in the same hood I grew up in. You know, passed away. They said... He passed away of a heart attack. They like to throw different. Well, they threw another allegation the first time. Uh, well, not the first time when when this incident initially started, which started probably about three, maybe four weeks ago, where he had gotten. I think he had a, a little heart attack or a stroke, and. Uh, they said it was some sort of overdose, but I don't think DMX was on any drugs. I mean, if it, I don't think he was on anything more than what the doctor prescribed him. And the man was probably prescribed a whole bunch of stuff. I mean, I mean, I mean, he was he was a tough guy, but I'm sure he had some of the same things we have going on: high blood pressure, you know, maybe 
onset diabetes or whatever, and uh, other like, you know, different ailments. But he passed away, and uh, the hood really mourns his loss and whatnot. And, you know, he died yesterday on uh, Friday, which is a pretty good day to go. Uh, on a good side, on a good note, uh, he did a lot of stuff. I, I listened to DMX. I mean, I listened to DMX all the way up until now. I, I never really stopped listening to DMX. He's, he been, he been in my playlist since, since I first started hearing him back when I was like 15, 60 years old. And, you know, what these chicks want from a nigga, you know? What they really want, nobody really knows. In a lot of cases, women don't know either. But they think they know. Other than that, the government is supposed to be giving out these kicker checks. I don't know how that's going to work. They said they was giving out kicker checks or... or and I don't know really when they are in this, but I would assume that they're going to be starting it soon during the still during the pandemic, of course. And uh, that's cool. That's really good. I really hope because the people we people are really hurting right now in regards to this, this, uh, this time, basically. There's, there's a lot of stuff that's not going on. And a lot of that stuff is in the lines of like work. There's a lot of, you know, sales aren't being done. Contracts, a lot of contracts aren't being done. Because everything had to immediately shift to uh, a virtual setting. Uh, which was fine. Because we've been waiting for virtual setting of a lot of things since we've seen Demolition Man. You know? It's like 1995. You know, still the same year. DMX started really rapping really good. So now we're just, you know, we're doing digital with everything. All of our meetings are now digital. We do digital contract signing. We do digital consultations. We do digital quotes, digital bids. Uh, I mean, even now, if I want to do a bid on cleaning, uh, an office building all digital now, uh, basically what you would do is you would just walk around your office space with the camera and I can basically see all the square footage that you have and give you an estimate based on that square footage. Or if you know the square footage of the office space you would like to have clean, or the warehouse space that you have that you need clean up, just just the space. I know sometimes the warehouse as a whole needs to be clean, but just the space and the diameters that you need to be clean, and I can definitely do that through virtual video. Um. DMX Kids is taken care of for the rest of their life or for music. I mean, DMX made a lot of music. Uh, it says here the Democrats want $2,000 stimulus checks every month until COVID is over. Now, I'm not a, a Republican or a Democrat. I'm just that you know, I'm independent. And you would guess that I'm independent since I do a lot of independent thinking. Independently, <laughs> I don't mind that idea. Uh, because, for one, if we're wise about what the government gives us, we can buy back some of the things that the government has bought from us. Hence, land. Do you know? That more than 60% of the land mineral rights is owned by the government. Now, really think about this. 
It's 60% of the land mass mineral rights of the United States is owned by the government. How much does the people own? Forty percent. That's all it is. Is forty percent of the rest of the literal land mass that's purchasable by civilian population is just forty percent of that hundred percent because they own already more than sixty percent of the mineral rights of the land. So from the street and the city pipes. And under, those are all the minerals, like all the dirt. Under that is the, you know, more dirt, the gravel, the the mantle, the crust, all through there. They own all that part down there. And you just really own the top surface where the house sits on. But that's neither here nor there. We just got to be more apt to using our funds to build a community. And one of the ways to build a community is to purchase land and to purchase it in mass because you can really do anything you want with the land. You can rent the land and you can charge a big organization like Amazon money to put a warehouse on that particular land and they will pay you rent. You see? So this is after, of course, you have the land surveyed and you have your land mass uh, surveyed out so you know what part is yours and can be built on and what is not yours. So, in other news here, it looks like uh, it says Ukraine says it will not back down to Russia's pressure. The Ukraine said they will not back down to Russia's pressure. So, obviously, there's some pressure between. Russia and Ukraine, and um, it's basically a, a, a stand a standoff. Now, Russia and Ukraine they always kind of been at it for a while, and I hope they get over it. I hope we all can just live in peace, you know. And I I don't know. I hope they just you know. Get, I hope we all get it together. Because in the long run, it's going to be uh, peace that reigns. It says, who is Black Rob? Ex-bad boy rapper hospitalized says, the pain is crazy. Huh. I heard of Black Rob. Now... Oh, from Bad Boys. Okay, I know who Black Rob is. Black Rob was up with them and uh with Biggie and 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 uh uh Bad Boys for Life. And Black Rob was one of the boys. I I, I don't know what pain he is referring to, but he says it's crazy. And if it's pain, it can be crazy. It says, another story says, a Texas man sentenced to 45 years in prison for stabbing a black man in the face. I had to pause on that one because I wanted uh, y'all to see really the depravity and really the carnage or the downright lack of care for human life 
Caucasian people have over African American people. And I would not want to be the one to say, hey, sometimes you got to do an eye for an eye. I'm going to be the first to say it, and I'm going to be the first to back it up. Because certain things are just their training. It's just what's been brought up in them. Because only white people 200 years ago were treated African-American like such to stab them in their face. Because they think that they're, they think that African people are lower than animals. And this is still carries true today. I mean, even when you got this Texas man that stabbed this guy in his face, not in his heart or in his back or in his shoulder, in his leg, he stabbed him right in his face. And then you got uh, uh, Chavez, or whatever the guy's name is, the cop who put his knee into this black guy's neck until he expired. The, the levels of their depravity really have no end. And so therefore, when a person like me says, you got to fight fire with fire, I really mean it. You got to stab him in his face. Now, I'm not advocating for violence. I'm advocating for swift justice. Because swift justice is much swifter than a year from arrest to conviction. It's much swifter. A life for a life, an eye for eye, a tooth for a tooth, it makes a lot more better justified sense, justified sense, than saying to someone, if he stabbed him in his face, and then he gets sentenced to 60 years in prison for stabbing him in the face because it was attempted murder. I mean, yeah, 60 years, but the guy that got stabbed in the face, he still got to live with his face messed up. And yeah, he got to, and the guy who stabbed the guy got to live with knowing that he stabbed somebody in the face. And they survived. And he could be back on the street after he do a portion of that time. Because in all honesty, he didn't really take a life. So he shouldn't be doing 60 more years for because the court system or the justice system decided to rack up the charges in order for a plea bargain to be made. But in other news... It says here, white supremacist propaganda appears around California cities as residents brace. And what these residents are bracing for is they bracing for this trial to be over between this uh, Derek Chavez and and uh, and and him killing that George Floyd guy. And it's either going to be all-out riots, like Rodney King riots, or... Cause, and it'd be probably worse, because people are just not playing when it comes to the justice system anymore. This is why people are storming Capitol buildings... People are storming government offices and government officials and even killing some government seat holders even nowadays because they know the government is as crooked as a letter S. They're all snakes. And under the guise of we're being your big brother, when really... And one hand, they're stabbing you in the back. And the next hand, they're shaking your hand. 
you know? So, whatever, whatever, whatever is what I say. Because how I see it is if white supremacists are gearing up for an all-out riot, they're gearing up for what is what could actually be what could go down. I mean, in all honesty, it's been said that here in America, uh, uh, Caucasian people are priming for a race war. And they have been priming for a race war for 20, 30 years. And we knew it. We knew it as black people. I know I knew it. I'm not no fool. I knew that they was bracing for a whole war on race. And by, I'm 41 now, by like, you know, 21, 22. I saw that because I was out west. And there was nothing but white people out there. And they didn't really like me that much until they got to know me, of course. But it was really just up in arms, really. And those people really only see their race any way. I mean, and everybody else is beneath them. Uh, In other news... Ooh... Uh, Quindon Tarver, known for American Idol and Romeo and Juliet, died at 38 years old. Passed away. Yeah, that's so, uh, I don't really know this Quindon Tarver. But he looks like, uh, he or she looks like, uh, uh, a cool black person, really. I mean, I didn't blow up the picture to see what they look like, so I can't tell. They got the shades on. He holding the mic. You know, the mic is, I mean, he holding it kind of, I mean, he holding it kind of, you know, like a dude. So I don't know. <laughs> so, uh, then, uh, this is this Asian man that was attacked, uh, Somebody caught it on camera. There was an Asian woman attack, probably like, uh, probably like two weeks ago. And I think it was in New York. Just some dude just came up and started kick beating her up. This old, you know, older, middle-aged, freaking Asian woman just out of the blue and just came and attacked her. It says, um, <laughs> got this guy that's affiliated with the Proud Boys, which is the police, fire, you know, police, FBI, and stuff like that. He says, uh, which his name is Ethan Norden, uh, says he should stay out of jail because he guards something. He must guard something pretty important. He guards, this is yeah, because he guards are beating capital C's defendants. What? It says, uh, Proud Boys Ethan Nordine says he should stay out of jail because guards are beating capital C defendants. Doesn't surprise me. Our government is not above torture. (laughs) <laughs> they are not. They do torture in many different ways. In jail and in prison, it is a sort of suicidal torture. They kind of poke at you until you try to kill yourself, basically. It's kind of a mind fuck, really. <laughs> but I can see how people have died in prison because they really do do things. Like, for instance, let's say you got taken into jail and they roughed you up. They know that you're supposed to see a doctor about that, but they will, you know, pass the buck around and you end up not ever seeing a doctor for it or not ever seeing nobody for it. And 
or you'll see something for it, but it won't be documented that you saw them for that. It'd be real mental warfare when you go inside of a jail or a prison and it's the real deal. So, yeah, I believe that the guards inside the prison are assaulting, beating, and killing people, actually. I mean, Sandra Bland did not die of her own. I'll tell you that. No matter what people say. And that's all I'm going to say on that one. And other topics, let's see. You know, the Prince of, uh, I think, Wales or England, he died. Uh, I think it was Prince Edward, I think his name was, or something like that. Um, let's see here. Other than that, I think it's a lot of other stuff going on, but it's not really that good. It says the Pfizer caused, oh my goodness, it says Pfizer caused this reaction in half of its recipients, new study says. So half of the people who took a Pfizer vaccine for the COVID-19 have had this particular reaction. I'm not going to go into the reactions. It's no point for me to go over the reactions. It's just more fear-mongering based on vaccines. Uh, let's see what else we got here. They get, uh, I, I have to say, I mean, it says, uh, dangerous side effects of smoking marijuana, according to science. Marijuana is holistic. Science is something else. But on the other hand, Let's see. It says Virginia police held a black lieutenant at gunpoint and pepper spray him over what? Speeding? Oh, this ought to be good. Over a traffic stop body cam show. Ah. <laughs> that was in Virginia. Those, those cities and states down south I'm telling you, a lot of those motherfuckers are inbred races. A lot of them could be inbred outwardly races or inbred closeted races. But those boys down south, boy, I mean, some people be trying to say, oh, move to Atlanta. But if I go down to Georgia and one of those fucking hillbillies start popping off at the lips, I will get out. And who knows what I will do. I will get out though. <laughs> That's why I don't live in the South. Because if one of those boys call me boy or nigger, I'm going to be on a level 10. I'm going to be on a level 10 and I may be the one next with a knee in my neck. Because I'm not playing. So they're going to know for straight away that, yeah, if he gets up, it's going to be all hell broken loose because somebody could die. It could be me, but it could not be. I'm a realist. So it says here, a man sentenced to six, year, six years in prison for trafficking marijuana. Yeah. Now, <laughs> that could be me. <laughs> that. Could have been me. I laugh because, hey, do you know someone suggested that I, even I, would do something like this or I should do something? I told them no. And I told them no for one reason. I know that it's legal for me to carry weed, but I know also it's not illegal for one in every state and to cross state lines. When you cross state lines with weed, they could get you for trafficking. That's a much bigger offense than just walking down the street with a half a gram or a gram or 3.5 grams, which is the average 40 sack. 
So I don't do that. I know that's that's six to ten right there. Depending on what state I'm in. <laughs> I bet not be in Virginia. Cause shit. They'd have shot me in Virginia for that. <laughs> for real. So you know. That's about I'm trying to find a good story here to, to close it out. Wow, that's not good at all, that last story. But it doesn't look like it. Looks like there was some more shootings in my area and shootings in other areas of the country too. They are all about to pass a law, I think. Look, I think they're coming for the people's guns. I think that they're going to ban all assault rifles and if you fire off an assault rifle in any city in America, you could face a lot of time. Y'all better move to the single action. Y'all should might as well go back to the regular old six shooter because old Joe Tex-Mex, he ain't playing with nothing but a six shooter. You heard what the man said. He said the only guns he care about is his. So basically, if you ain't got what he got, he plan on taking your shit. That's what he plan on doing. He gonna take your shit, and he gonna believe everything anybody say. They go, people gonna be calling. Hey, that motherfucker got an uh, a custom made Uzi Tech Nine with a draw clip. He said he got a what? That gun is about to be Joe Biden's. So y'all better keep y'all shits on the low because the ATF is not playing with y'all. The ATF is going to start busting in people's houses. That's what, that's the next thing for the ATF to do. The, the, uh, tobacco and firearm. I forget what the A stands for. Maybe artillery. I guess. Who knows? But tobacco and firearms, they want to know where these guns are going and where these guns are ending up. And you talk about these ghost guns. A lot of motherfuckers don't know what a ghost gun is. A lot of regular people like myself, I had to learn what a ghost gun. A ghost gun is basically a gun that you can make in your living room. I know that seems... Silly, but it you. I guess nowadays you can buy the parts to the gun <laughs> to circumvent going to get a license, which is uh, that's uh, that's some um, that's some Jew shit right there. Only a Jew can teach you how to circumvent a law because only thing he did. When he told people you could go get the parts to Smith and Weston, <laughs> these motherfuckers knew that people were going to just buy these parts up and put their own gun together in their own house because it was a lot cheaper in a lot of ways than just going out and buying yourself a $250 Glock 9. So, I mean, if you get the parts and, man... Do you know I heard that you can make these parts with a 3D freaking printer? I said, that's, you know you can get a printer, a 3D printer for less than $400? You can get a, a 3D printer to print you up a whole new Samsung SG99. It'll take about a month, but at least it'll print. I mean, because you got to print all the software, the hardware. And you got to make it, you know. But you, it can be done. But um, I'd like to thank y'all all for joining. I'm not going gonna to hold y'all. I think I've been on here for like 30 minutes or so. Oh, yes, 50 minutes. That's, a, that's almost a, a blockbuster movie right there. 
So, you know, I'm signing off now. Hope all y'all have a good night. Hope y'all have a good summer. And uh, keep in touch. You can always reach me online, my Facebook. Uh, you can reach me, email is snjackson025. My website is Yahweh Enterprise Services com slash nativa nativita nativita that is where you can reach me and uh you can also reach me on phone or on twitter instagram i may even still have my myspace account I think Yahoo canceled my account finally. It only took them 22 years. Um, Because I tried to log on to it. They said, nah, that account's no good no more. But I'd like to thank you all for listening. And I hope y'all have a good night. Baby home, baby, that's baby home, baby. God is great, y'all, baby home, baby, honey, baby home, baby, huh? Yeah, dress home, my daddy, dress home, bro. If I lay it in, I need y'all, I fuck with you, that's why I fuck with G, nah. You family, let me keep this in Serena. Let's go get married, let me think I didn't get these shots. Don't give a fuck about the words about my people. People! Niggas that come from this and come, they niggas see through. And I need you, if you do with me, to see what he do. Okay.